Josh Callan, thanks for joining me on GB Talks. No worries, thanks for having me. Um, you're one of my closest friends. I think you have a magnificent mind and a high verbal IQ, so I'm super pumped to have you <laughs> on the podcast, no pressure. Um, but what I was thinking for this podcast is we would kind of set it up as a benchmark, talk a little bit about uh, your career and a little bit about the path that's led you to be who yeah. you are today, and then maybe in the future if you come on we can talk about what's going on in the news what's going on in the shepherding community because you're always up to date with that sort of thing and i feel like you have a very good outlook on those sort of topics that i think people would like to hear thanks um <laughs> yeah appreciate the compliments i don't know if the role um yeah i'm not i'm not kind of as high as what they are in your estimations but yeah um appreciate that yeah um I guess I do like kind of talking about things that are relevant um, in our time and things like that. But yeah, I um, yeah I don't know. That's fine, man. Don't be too humble. <laughs> what um what have you been up to during the COVID period? Um, I have actually been keeping pretty active, like not gymming or anything like that, but I've been running a fair bit, which has been good. Um, just sort of a bit of anxiety of wow, we're so locked down. Are we? going to be able to keep going outside the house and stuff so I was just like I'm going to get out and run as much as I can thankfully that's um not being stopped but um yeah so I think January I decided to be a bit more active and kind of push myself a bit and uh yeah just managed to stick at that which is probably one of the few things I've been able to stick at which has been awesome that's definitely been one of the positives out of this whole COVID situation the amount of people getting outdoors and being active it's definitely increased 100% yeah like, have you noticed that when, yeah. when you're running? Yeah. Where do you run? Uh, Shep Lake, usually, sometimes Kyle Lakes, uh, sometimes at the track, like North End. Yeah. Um, yeah, and sometimes just around the block where I live, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. You still playing basketball? Courts uh, kind of on the DL a little bit, but yeah, probably, probably not too much, just with a couple of boys every now and then. Yeah, okay, yeah. great. Well, like I said, I want to kind of use this episode to dwell into your past. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, I guess we'll start with what what's led you to this point in terms of like career and stuff like that. Um. Well, in terms of career, like it's funny because I don't really think of myself as really even having a career yet. But I feel like a lot of people kind of have that mindset of I'm not where I want to be, so you don't really make a big deal out of what you're doing, kind of thing. Yeah. Um. I was raised on a farm. I did uh, I did farming like when I was going through high school and stuff like that. Um worked on dad's farm a lot then I ended up getting a job on a farm down the road when I was like 17 and then worked on and off different farms like in my adult life but do you think that you have a good work ethic um yes and no like I think like I'm a hard worker when it comes to doing the task at hand yeah doing doing labor or doing farm work and stuff I'll work hard at it to do it well but at the same time I'm only really schooled at that so like when it comes to different kind of work like I'm probably not as if I'm not kind of delegated a specific task task and how to do it I'm not sure really um if I'm as good but I'm I'm, I'm getting there yeah especially with business where you got to be self-motivated and do your own marketing and get things done and you've got a blank to-do list every morning yeah it's just an area that you need to work on like you definitely have other aspects that a business business owner would love to have like skill skill wise when I was younger, 
my dad was a professional fisherman, so I'd go out on the boat every weekend and I would do all these tasks, right? I'd do all these tasks. I knew how to tie every knot, how to uh, what fish wanted what, how to gut a fish, how to how to scale a fish, how to do everything on the boat. But I didn't take any of it in. Like if I went out on a boat today, even though I did it for eighteen years. I wouldn't be able to do any of it. <laughs> like, do you feel like that with farming? Like, do you think if you got chucked on a farm right now... I'd know exactly what to do. You'd know exactly Sisson what to do. It's just ingrained, man. I've done it for years, yeah. yeah. Um, it, okay, I'd know exactly think to the level of what I did them. So, like, I wasn't... I didn't know all the nuances and, and about um, how to treat cows and how to get the optimum nutrition and everything like that. But I, I knew what I did was just the... the the crap jobs, basically. I, I was, I was pretty good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I was. Is your dad still on the farm? Nah, he uh, he sold probably when I was nineteen, I reckon. So kind of like six, seven years ago. Yeah, and he sells caravans now. Uh he hires caravans. Yeah, he's got a caravan hire business. Yeah, which has um been hit pretty hard by COVID, but yeah, it's um it's local, local. So. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think your dad's got enough support of the government? I don't think he's getting any, to be honest, but um, I think he's going all right. But yeah, I think things are starting to pick up a little bit, especially with the new um, announcements on the restrictions and things. So, yeah. Yeah, there, I imagine there'll be a boom after all this. Yeah, definitely. As soon as the borders open, it's going to go crazy, I reckon. Yeah. Fingers crossed anyway. It'll come back around for him. I'm sure he's a, he's somebody that you've always looked up to. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I've always looked up to him, yeah. Mm. After you finished on the farm? Um, I got a job at Jesse's, like, I think it was part-time at first, and, um, that was, like, that was probably a stupid time of my life, like, I, I was a bit of an idiot from when I was, like, you know, 17, 18, when yeah. I got that job, whatever, till, who knows, I'm still, I still am, but, <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was just, yeah, that was alright, that was, like, pretty good for, like, you know, people, skill, development, talking to people and things like that, and, um. Yeah, it definitely learned some stuff, and I like my boss, got along well with him, Neil. Um, say hello when I see him every now and again. Um, but yeah, like that was good. I probably worked there for like, I don't know, two or three years. Um, and then I think I worked on farms after that for a bit and things like that, and was doing like my business on the side. But yeah. Do you still go on to Jesse's? It's changed names now, hasn't it? Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but I've been in there like once or twice <laughs> since I left, so not uh- often. I, I had my journey job at Hungry Jack's, like, same, oh, same age. Yeah, yeah. And whenever I splurge out and go junk food, I go get Hungry Jack's because of the nostalgia. Like, it's not <laughs> even that I like that uh, takeaway more than, let's say, McDonald's. Yeah, but, yeah. like, when I eat the food, it reminds me of the years <laughs> that I worked at Hungry Jack's. And do you look back on them with fondness? Like, those years at Jesse's? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Like you, you had no yeah. responsibility? Yeah, definitely. Like, literally, point, I just like, was renting a house with a man and we'd just doing nothing and like I had a little studio set up in my room was making music and yeah it was just pretty much like I feel like I'm definitely a slow developer and like catching on to okay I need to be responsible now I think I've just kind of like pushed that into the no hard too hard basket like over and over and over um but you know I don't feel like I've lost too much time I think um I've just learned things a kind of different way to a lot of a lot of people do when you were at that age did you make any big mistakes like I know a lot of people get caught up in like car loans and stuff that they probably don't necessarily need or anything of that sort of um i don't think i made any big mistakes i did like have a ridiculously expensive phone plan things like that constantly dropping my phone smashing it getting a new one like getting stuck in contacts that kind of thing 
Um, but yeah, I was pretty bad with my money. Like, I feel like it would just go and I'd be like, where's it gone? Like, yeah, <laughs> always just, um, just yeah. finding that it's just, yeah, money's just hard to hold on to. Like, I, I, I wasn't getting paid great, but I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just like, I don't know what I was thinking, to be honest. Yeah. So then uh, back onto the farm. Yeah, um, pretty sure I worked on a farm for like, just part-time for like a year or so um, in Toulamba. Um, worked for a guy called Vince Lemmer, who yeah. I get along pretty well with, nice guy. Um, and then got a job at Berry Street uh, and I was there for like a year, I reckon. Yeah, I know lots of people who work at Berry Street and I yeah, find yeah. it so interesting. Okay. Like the job seems so hard like this is kind of where would, would you say this was when about me and you became friends i reckon actually i, mean, I think when, i was there yeah, yeah when yeah. you were working at berry street mm. yeah. how did you find the experience um it was like i'd call it character building it kind of like gets you used to some situations that you would otherwise be uncomfortable in I feel, yeah. Can you talk me through a normal day? Well, it definitely varies as different kids with um, varying degrees of um, needs and, yeah. and trauma and things. But um, I'd say like a typical day is just kind of rocking up to a house and there's some, there's like a few young people there. You just sort of like get briefed on what happened the day before and things like that. Um, and you could be, you know, driving them into town to get medications or taking them to sports or school if they attend, things like that. Um, and then there's like, you can get yelled at a lot. A lot of the kids have some kind of yeah. have had traumatic past and things like that. Some of them out of, um, detention centers and stuff. So there's definitely a fair bit of abuse that you're likely to cop kind of thing, like just verbal, um, things like that. So yeah, it's, it, it's interesting. It's like, you get used to it pretty quick. You, you've got to really have like a heart for people. Like I, I think you've got to care about your kids and kind of understand what they've gone through and kind of want to see them improve and there's an element of like believing that they can improve even though sometimes it seems pretty bleak yeah yeah. of course yeah how many kids are in the program no idea probably like here in shepparton like maybe 50 but i could be way off i'm not sure yeah okay how many of the kids did you see improve um, it's hard. It's hard to get. Yeah, yeah. It's super, and super it's, hard. It's a slow process with that sort exactly. of situation. Like, I feel like a tough thing for the kids is the fact that there's staff being turned over. You know, like yeah. year to year, there could be new faces and fair few new faces and things like that. So, um, yeah, I definitely think that um, it's it's pretty tough because they start to build trust with you know someone new and it's just a job for them you know and like it's it's probably more than a job but they care about these kids and stuff at the same time um you know you've also got to put your own health and things as a priority and um for some people it's just not a job they can do for a long time because it's pretty um exhausting exhausting it can be yeah um so yeah i I commend the people that are there that have been there for years and stuff like those guys legends like yeah it's not it's an easy job but it's definitely very essential who up there is doing a really good job? Um, ben Meese is one guy who, who yeah, stood out to me. He used to talk about do, him all the time. Do you know him? I, yeah, yeah. I only know him through... Yeah, I only know him through Bear Street. Yeah, I think he's a great guy. Um, yeah, had a few good chats with him. He, 
kind of had a few good chats with me when I was stressing out. <laughs> yeah, what, like what made him a good mentor for the kids? Um, very relaxed, very relaxed. Like nothing phases him. Um, yeah, no, nah, he's just a good dude. Like, I, I like I, I don't know him well, but like yeah, we worked a fair few shifts together and stuff, and yeah, he was yeah. he was good. I don't know what he's doing now if he's still there or not, but yeah. Yeah, I've heard um, I've heard other people commend him on the job that he did up there with the kids. So you're not alone if you anything. Like he did a good job. Yeah, so Do you feel like you did a good job? I uh, like I I do, but. There's definitely things I'd improve. I don't know. Um, There's always going to be a sense of that, though. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, some things I was, like, you know, annoyed at myself about. But, yeah, for the most part, I, I feel like I tried and I did genuinely care about the kids and kind of want their best. I did find it frustrating when, you know, you feel like they're making kind of small um, improvements and then kind of seems to take 10 steps back or yeah. something like that. But, yeah. Yeah. Not great. Have you ever done a similar job to that? Hmm. You've only worked I in the health of it. You've only worked in fitness, haven't you, apart from Hungry Jacks? No, so. I've had a couple of jobs, but I think like I've been in community involvement a bit, not to the point where it was a job. It was usually just events and stuff like that. But something that comes to mind when you asked yeah. was the day that me and you spent Christmas working with the homeless. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, was that 2018? 2018. And I thought that that was going to be a different experience to what it was. I thought there was going to be a lot of gratitude for us taking Christmas Day off um, to, to help these guys. So that's probably a bit selfish for me. Okay. But yeah. when I got there, it seemed like they did not care about that at all. They just wanted free food, which is understandable in hindsight. But it was a different experience to what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And I think if I was to walk into a job like Berry Street, I would go in there full of hope mm. that I was going to make a big change. But I think that would slowly get chipped away. Um, but it depends. I would think I would mature into the job and know that you're not going to win every battle. Yeah. Okay. Mm. How did you feel about the Christmas approaching the Christmas thing? I think I was pretty much on the money in terms of what I was expecting. I think that was because of working at Berry Street. I think I went into Berry Street with the attitude of um, this is probably going to be pretty full on, especially during the training. And I wasn't expecting that I was going to be able to move mountains or anything like that. Like yeah. I just thought maybe I'd be able to develop some friend, uh, relationships with some of the kids that where you know they can trust me and where we can just sort of, um, I don't know, build kind of that trust that you can have with a with a meaningful um friendship but yeah that was kind of my mindset but I wasn't quite prepared for how crazy it got at times but then there's other days when nothing happens the kids are great they're polite yeah. nice that kind of thing so it's yeah yes yeah. um troughs and peaks yeah 100 percent. it'd be easier to remember the the rough days than the, the good days. oh yeah because you talk about it for like the next <laughs> month <laughs> yeah um and from that point, you went straight into your filmography? Yeah, um, I was kind of doing it like on the side um, all the way up, like during that and stuff. But yeah, yeah, sort of. When did you, just, when did you start taking it serious? Um, uh, probably like two years ago, I think. But like, you know, if you can call it taking it serious, like, yeah. Like as in, okay, I'll tell you what I mean by that. 
I just mean my goal since I first took an interest in this stuff was to learn from the best and um, and to go on sets and to be able to see what it would be like to be in the creative in a creative industry like that and to be directing and planning and designing and and, and those kind of things even um, writing copy or I don't know just just being more I guess the the mind behind a creative process rather than yeah. just what I'm doing and so and so I guess I always had a view towards that um, and I feel like I've just sort of put things on the back burner and stuff and just said okay this job paying this amount blah 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 kind of thing and just just kind of and then just getting bogged down with just doing heaps and heaps of work yeah which is fine but like I don't think it was kind of like where I wanted to eventuate so like a lot of the time my heart was kind of like half in it kind of thing and I was always looking at like what I want to do next but I wasn't really establishing those kind of inroads and stuff so like I think probably at the start of 2020 before all this everything got crazy with COVID like I decided that I was going to do some work experience and get in touch with different agencies and stuff like that which I have done but then of course a lot of that's been on hold because of um because of COVID so yeah I think um I'm not even sure if this is something that I want to do forever I do love I do want to be in the creative something you know whether it's yeah. working in a studio or whether it's because I love that stuff so much um but yeah definitely want to improve my skills and um, yeah, could definitely see myself, you know, directing a, an ad or some, something that where you just got to be super creative, think outside the box and, and yeah, kind of have a, something that's really challenging and you know what I mean? Like, and, and your plan to get there was through work experience? Um, yeah, work experience um, and kind of like I, I've developed a couple of relationships that are just sort of um, just sort of at their infancy stage, but like that, I, you know, I was wanting to follow up a couple of opportunities and things like that would, that would lead to say working with bigger crews and yeah, basically work experience or getting my hands on, um, really great gear. Um, and that kind of thing and kind of talking to people who had been director of photographies or, um, first AC, which is like an assist camera assistant and things like that, um, in film. So yeah, that kind of thing. Do you have anyone in the industry who's, friendship you look more at like a mentorship um in the industry not really because like i live in shepherd and there's like no one doing this really you know yeah. um, i don't know anyone else is doing it yeah I, like i know some people but like i was talking to um abram he's a local yeah. guy who does stuff as well and he was saying kind of like a similar thing it's like just he's us too. there's yeah. like you know in melbourne there's so much stuff going on you know like um visual visual marketing and um and kind of cinematic stuff and uh, um, video production and that kind of thing is massive there. So there's a lot of professionals. Less chance to be your own boss though. Yeah, but of more course. Opportunities. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would like, I would much rather, I think, kind of grow and, and yeah, my skills and, and sort of um, kind of that grow that kind of creativity and sort of, start to do things that I'm really like, wow, this is where I want to head kind of thing. And then, and I think that's when your best work happens for sure. Like when you sort of feel like you feel like this is what, you know, that this is taught closer to kind of what you want to do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like your flow and state yeah. almost. Yeah. hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Have you felt that on anything that you have worked on? Not yet. Nah, but I've got a few plans of like some things i want to do yeah eventually but like when i um 
and it and that and that's another thing like I've never really been great at I guess collaborating effectively yeah I kind of tend to do everything but I want to be able to um you know the things that I'm not as good at you know to get other minds around and we you know we plan something and we execute something amazing um and to be able to put trust in other people and stuff so yeah yeah 100% I was um I was just scrolling through Instagram the other day uh, and you know my business partner yeah Josh yeah he does a little bit of filmography as well and I just said look at this ad man and he was like he knew the person who I was talking about yeah, and he's yeah, like yeah. I know the ad you're talking about they had sets different sets set up with different colours yeah. and they had like a, a million dollar budget right do you know what I mean yeah, like yeah, to get yeah. this uh, ad for this app that they were releasing and that's kind of what like he's just like I can never do anything like that here in Ballarat like huh, or, yeah. or with that like with that sort of big allowance for how much money that they have to pour into it mm. they had like mm. six different people filming from all these mm. different angles is that sort of what you want to be involved in or yeah absolutely yeah. I, I want to be yeah involved with producing with with how things look with the feel with the vibe of of stuff and I also just want to be able to like you know come up with a concept literally just write a concept and start being creative like like you know basically someone says this is the point we want to get across and then yeah. what's how's that going to stick in someone's head and me just to be like oh sweet I've got full creative freedom I've got a budget I've got people that are good at what they do you know like because like, I feel like I know camera settings and I know about lenses and I know about um, all this kind of stuff but like I think there's people who can do each of those things better who can just take that role you know what I mean yeah. but like I'm never going to have a budget to be able to get those people on board around here so 100% okay so is there any particular industry that you prefer to film yeah like um well well i don't really know because i haven't been on set with like you know the kind of productions i want to be yet so when i get there and i might say this is actually not for me or yeah well i want to be a director real bad like i need to make a film kind of thing or i might be and so i I can start to go down roads that lead me towards that whether that's working just on a set for years or doing whatever you know if i'm passionate Mm -hmm. about it um so yeah, I still need to find that out, I guess. I do love kind of um, being creative and kind of concepts and stuff, like as in just smaller things. Like I'm not like, oh, you know, I'm too good for shepherding kind of thing, but I would just love to be able to grow my skills, I guess, quicker than what I can by learning everything myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you asked if I, anything I'm more passionate about, probably music, I love music. Yeah. Um, and I love all aspects of it, whether it's production or... Um, designing kind of music um how much opportunity is there for that specific thing in melbourne like obviously a lot yeah film like coming up with creative ideas for music videos that's like let's just say that's what we're kind of revolving around and everything else that kind of is around that area as well yeah like you just want to be more creative and learn new skills yeah but you would love to do it in music videos is there much opportunity for that in melbourne oh i just mean sorry i mean i'm more passionate about music production then yeah, then sorry. potentially more more passionate i, I do like music videos too but like yeah. i don't know whether i prefer music videos or short films or ads i'm not sure yeah yeah if that makes sense i know you love uh your music production how's that going for you um yeah like it's like it's like a it's a funny kind of journey like um 
I've always been super passionate about it, but um, like I, I feel like I, I've I've always like liked to have control over creative control over what I'm doing, and you know whether it's you know making the instruments or kind of everything like that. And um, I've never been able to get you know when I was like fourteen, fifteen, or even eighteen and stuff, I was never able to get things how I like them to sound, and I'd listen to like flick on the Jay-Z track and I'd be like, oh, my snare doesn't sound like that, my whatever. But like, I feel like I'm definitely through just learning the basics and watching countless videos and stuff, getting to a point where like, you know, I'm producing something and I love it. And I just love it just because I just love spending time on it. I just love listening to the finished product and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like I'm progressing and um, I'd love to put some stuff out. Like um, just, yeah, because I just, something that I'd love to do. I mean, I'd just love to work in music in any capacity, really. Like, do you like coming up with the beats or the lyrics more? Mm, um, probably. Originally, it was just like beats, I guess. But um, probably the last few years, probably. Um, probably lyrics, potentially. I don't know. Like, I I, I like the marriage of everything. I just love how, in music, you can just like mix genres and you can just be so creative and just it's crazy it makes people feel things like you can just yeah it's sick yeah but um yeah i probably um i'd probably say i'd probably say lyrics yeah i think that that's something that i've improved yeah um yeah and is that another thing that you think would level up faster in melbourne like your i mean undoubtedly undoubtedly but i think with the internet how it is you can do whatever you want from wherever you are yeah pretty much um and with like with music production i think it's different i can learn a lot from going online yeah um, i can learn a lot from there's so many resources out there and stuff there is for film too but there's nothing like being on an actual film set and seeing everything it's been like wow like this is how you do it all but this is just literally an engineer in front of a computer at the end of the day um uh, after the instrument obviously there's music theory and those kind of things um but again that's that can be learned yeah online. yeah yeah i completely agree with what you just said um what was that story you told me that time about kanye west coming out with his album didn't he do it in like a wooden shack or something um oh no nah, this was um so this is like his one of his latest albums he uh just he literally had like pretty cheap gear in his house on his farm um and i think he laid a fair few of the vocals from um, Jesus is King in there. Yeah. Just like with no, you know, just in his lounge room basically. Yeah. And yeah, it's just crazy. What it is crazy. How things are done these days, yeah. One of my friends, when I was living in Warrnambool, he was just absolutely convinced if he wanted to make it as an online PT, he had to move to Melbourne. Okay. And I don't really speak to him anymore just because of the distance. Yeah. Um, and... As far as I can tell, he hasn't progressed any faster in Melbourne than he would have in Warrnambool. Okay. But I guess you would be able to collab easier in Melbourne as uh, yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think for sort of developing and nurturing relationships and things, it would definitely be easier. And that kind of stuff's key. Like, I mean, um, back to some of the things we were talking about with kind of some, some of the books you've read, like... Um, the one where the guy remembers everyone's names. What's yeah. That? Like, like I, I think, wow, remembering people's names is very, very important. And 
the amount of times I think, man, I wish I could remember that person's name right now is like the, the amount of times that happens to me is like I can, I've lost count. Like it happens a lot and I'm just like, I'm so going to need to start remembering people's names. Um, that, that for me, that's a learned skill. Like, okay. I was not good at that. I read that book. Um, As in you've learned it. I've learned, like I've forced myself. You are good at, good at names actually. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, there's, if I lined up all of my members at the gym, I reckon I would name at least 90% of them. Okay. Yeah, that's impressive. And the 10% that's that I, I wouldn't be able to name would be the 10% that Jai signed up. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I read that book. I th- what was it called? How to Win Friends and Influence, and influence people. people. Dale Carnegie. Um, yeah. Absolutely unreal What book. is he, mining magnate? Steel magnate? Something like that. What was it say? Steel magnate, is he? Or a mining... I'm not sure. Yeah, I think he's steel in the steel industry. Okay. Maybe not. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's an old, old book. Yeah, yeah so old. Um, and I just forced myself to learn everyone's name uh, after I read that book. And I, I didn't notice a difference. I think it makes a huge difference. Everyone's favorite word is their own name. Yeah. And the proof of that is yeah. when you're at a party and you're not even paying attention to anything that's going on around you, if someone says, Josh you kind of perk up. Do you know what I mean? Like you're always tuned in when somebody uses your name. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just on that, like, um, to do with the name thing. Oh man, I lost my train of thought. Damn it. What, what was that that I was going to say? Oh, there was, um, how I would say you're creative. Can you explain that process simply to me? Like, how does it work in your mind? Do, do, when, you, when you see other things, do you think, like, like I could do it this way and make it stand out more? Or, yeah, like, that's how does it okay. come to you? Like, as in, I watch a movie and I'll be thinking how they frame that, that, how they did that. Did they desaturate the, con- the um, shadows for that? Like, imagining what lights they had off camera like or why do you think that is why do you think you think like that like most uh, people just see it as a movie and then they enjoy the movie i don't know you're why sitting there i can't help it working on this different level breaking down every part of the creative process yeah as it like it's not a like constant that? thing like I, think I can enjoy a good film but yeah it's definitely something that happens without me even noticing it Would especially you- with music though like i'll be listening and thinking like like you know what kind of distortion did they use in that kick drum like kind of thing like you know what I mean? Just, it's weird. Um, yeah. And I have like very few friends who would be able to relate to that at all. So it's like, yeah, it's just funny. Just kind of. Yeah. Do you feel like that's a shame? Do you have friends that you can't? No, no, no. Like they're great. Like I, I just think that, um, I just have kind of, not unique interests, but interests that are sort of not common in people from the country. Like, I mean, I was like a farm boy. Every single friend I have who was brought up on a farm just like me is, well, most of them are farmers now. Most of them are into shooting guns and motorbikes and stuff. Like, And I mean, I'm partial to a lot of that stuff, but I'm not, that's kind of not what I was ever that interested in. I was always looking, I was more interested in other stuff. Like, yeah, it's just how, how it kind of happened. I, yeah. You, you can't pinpoint a moment where you're like, no, the farm's not for me. No, and it's not even that I thought that. Like, I could definitely see myself living on the land in the future. Um, yeah. But I think I need to 
do this stuff for now like you know just just for me just because i love it like and i think it's they're important tools like i think film is a great way of you know um do you do you feel like this is your meaning this is a big part of who you are and you have um not even that not even that i think hmm i i just think it's things that that i'm passionate about um but I don't think it's kind of defines me, if that makes sense. Like yeah. it's not, um, like as in, you know, if you had a job as an accountant, I don't think you'd say, oh yeah, it's who I am. Like I'm an accountant kind of thing, even though that's an awesome job. And like, you know, I'd be happy to be one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But it is a part of who you yeah, are. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely a part of who I am. Um, and definitely sort of something that, I don't know if it if it will just shut off and I'll be like, okay, I've had my, I've had, I've had enough of that. I've had enough of creating music or, or whatever. Like, um, but I think when I start to release things, you know, for the world to listen to, like, and if it reaches fifty people or a hundred people or whatever, um, I think just the fact that I put it out there and people can appreciate it with me, and if they don't like it, they don't like it. Why haven't you? Re- why haven't you released anything? Um, I'm fairly. I'm a, I'm a perfectionist, yeah, I reckon, a bit. And so, like, nothing that I do is quite, like, you know, there's so many elements to a musical production, like, and, you know, you've got to get every to get everything sounding full and, and how it should um, and how you how you, um, you want it to sound in your mind is, is a tough job. I, I feel like there is that compromise because no one, the best of the best would still say, oh, this could sound better to me. Or this could sound better through these speakers or... Yeah. Whatever. So I think that I'm not the best at that compromise. So that's something I need to work on, yeah. What's the answer? That thing, like things it. are needing... So I think... So like with art, it's crazy. Like you can work, always work harder, but sometimes you don't need to work harder. It's about knowing where when enough is enough. And I think you know deep down with making music, for example what is going to be good enough to to achieve like to achieve what you or, or what's going to give you the best chance to achieve what you want to achieve with that piece of art you know how much effort you should put in you know if something's not quite good enough you know if you're just being lazy or just quick to put it out kind of thing yeah and so i think i'm i need to work really hard so i think there's a lot there's a lot of hours that go into the production yeah 100 percent. i have two questions and i'll say them both before you answer either have you ever shown somebody something and had it not well received? And do you think you're ever going to listen to one of your tracks and think it's perfect? So yes to the first one. I have shown, you know, like when, um, when I was like 19, 18, yeah. I was just doing ideas and showing people at work, showing whoever and stuff. Like, and, and sometimes people are like, oh, I don't know if I really like that. Yeah. But like, that's that's what it is about sometimes. You, you make something, you think it's crap, you put it on the shelf, you listen to it a year later, wow, that's actually really good. You had no idea because you were just, there's that emotional thing that messes with your head at first. And then at the same time, I've had things I thought, this is great, this is amazing. Two weeks later, I listen to it, or even a year later, I'm like, man, that was trash, what was I thinking? Yeah. So like... But you have that with songs that are popular and really Well, yeah, yeah, but... Yeah, I know, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the other question was, 
oh, will anything ever be good enough? Exactly. It won't be. But you can get to a point where you say, okay. If well, you, does, that have to, does, that, does that have to be someone external that you really look up to? Who tells of you? course you need external validation on uh, yeah, on things, on which I have some people like that I trust that I that I do show stuff that I do and say, hey, like, you know, yeah. I really like this. I've been working on it. What do you think? Um, and, but you also, everyone's got the ability when they're to be objective enough to, um, you know, listen to something that, that is mainstream, that, that is, you know, comparable. Yeah. So a reference to what they're doing and they can say, all right, mine's way off or yeah, actually mine's sounding in the ballpark of that. Um, and, and getting it to that point. So I think that that's, it's definitely achievable, but it's never going to be perfect. And there's always going to be things that could be improved. I listen to music all the time, like, you know, whether it's Tame Impala or, um, you know um travis scott or whoever and i think wow that kind of sounds funny to me why did they make that choice kind of or whatever it is you know do you think it's a shame that because you've been working on this the majority of your adult life yeah on and off off, yeah 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 yeah. but there's no journey for anyone else to follow along with because you haven't released it yeah like my my example of that is like all my past gym openings have yeah. been put on youtube and they're embarrassing as hell <laughs> right but i like i still love them and like you and i are so different in that regard like i'm happy that you know, I, has- I, I i like to do things for me a lot of the time and you do as well but but you are happy to have people share and i think i was more i wish i was more like that I feel like in a lot of ways, I mean, it is, it, it hundred percent comes down to insecurities and confidence and everything else as well. Like, you know, sometimes I just have to get over myself, but, um, I think I'm always just so rushed to just get onto the next thing. Cause as soon as you start a piece of work, you get sick of it. Like, I mean, it's the same as listening to the same song 10 times in one yep. week. You get sick of it, right? Anything you get sick of, you get sick of the best song in the world. You get sick of anything. So I think in the past I've just been so ADHD that I'll just listen to it. Oh yeah, that's got potential. But then I get sick of it listening to it so much. I'm just like, nah, see you later. I'll start something else. That's yeah. kind of what I've always done. So yeah, instead of just knuckling down and getting like a full song done. Why, why do you think the object of our desire gets so boring so fast in every aspect of your life? Like I've, okay. my, like my fitness. Women, you know I mean? is it women for you? <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's, in a lot of aspects of a lot of people I think it's oh, part absolutely. of it you've got to remind yourself well we're living in a world that's like everything's disposable in a way like you know there's the next phone there's the next whatever yeah so I feel like we can get like super carried away with um, this is just my opinion like I feel like we can get carried away with trying to fill the the insecurity void with the next, yeah. especially in a world where people are looking for the next uh, 100 likes on Instagram, is people are looking for the next post to make them feel like you know they're getting that hit of whatever it is that makes them feel like people still like me. You know, people have so much anxiety and stuff, so I think that definitely um, plays a part. You don't use your social media too much, no, I don't. No, I don't. How do you feel about that? Um, like, I don't know. I. I'm not really good on social media. Like, I don't really know. Like, I, you know, I do, I'll do something cool and I'll forget tech photo or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, which I think is fine because you're enjoying the moment, but at the same time, it'd be good to, I feel like there's definitely an element of I'm self-conscious, like as in, 
you know, will will I know what to write or, you know, stupid stuff like it sounds stupid, but, or will it be cool or, you know, I don't know. I just, but, but part of it is just, I just can't be bothered. Like, you know, I just can't be bothered with it sometimes. Yeah. 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 I feel like it's wise not to get sucked into it. Like I like that you don't, you're not constantly on your phone when we hang out at that hall. You're constantly trying still to get... On it, still on it too much. <laughs> constantly trying to get people's attention with your social media and stuff like that. I think um, you've got a healthy relationship with social media. Do you think? Um, I think I still like am scrolling on like Instagram too much. Yeah. But... Do you know what your screen time is on Instagram? Don't even want to know. I... Um, a few weeks ago, I turned off all my notifications helped a ton oh actually I have that too yep. so no that, notifications on Instagram nothing nothing yep, yep exactly the same um, if you want me you, you can call me or text me yeah cool, right? cool. Like, but I don't want to see if so and so posted yeah, a story yeah, for the first time somebody posted a story yeah. for the first time or whatever and then I watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix yesterday okay it's a really cool documentary and it's well put together so if you have time cool um, and at the end they said oh you should move your Instagram from your homepage to like a folder and I've done that and for like the last two or three days I've barely been on it and like it's just those small two changes and it's only been a couple of weeks but I feel so much better yeah like it it drags you in and it, for some people it brings out the worst version of them do you know what I mean like yeah. it, it, like so many times I'll be with my friends like I might even do it myself where I'll be complaining about this or that or this it's just so stupid right it's not it's not that I have anything to complain about with what's on social media it's just the social media kind of feels like it's got control of me mm-hmm. and it's bringing out the worst version of me interesting yeah okay hmm. yeah I think I think like anybody I am vulnerable to the to the pull towards um, the thing that social media does to people. What does it do? Like, I think it's, they crave that validation from from a wide group of people. They want to portray an image. Um, and, yeah, I guess, uh, like, I, I think just, I just choose to just say, like, I'm not doing that like, kind of thing. Like, you know, yeah. I, I'd rather spend my time doing stuff that kind of I feel like is, you know, I'm learning and things. Um you know, or just, you know, I spend a fair bit of time with my family and stuff, which is cool. Um, but yeah, like I can definitely see the attraction to it. Like, and I mean, you know, if you have a fire Instagram, like you get plenty of attention and, um, yeah, people, people get around it. So there's definitely that, but like, I I mean, I don't think, you know, I'm not like a super rip model or anything anyway. So like, or a TikTok star, although I've had a few TikTok ideas. I I think you're beautiful, mate. Um, (laughs) If you could rapid, rapid fire answer these questions for me, do you think you're going to stay in Shepparton? No. Do you think you'll live in Shepparton? Do you think that you'll end up in Shepparton? No. Okay, great. Where do you reckon you'll end up? Sunshine Coast. I like it. If somebody wanted to start filmography locally, where would they start? By getting a camera, a cheap camera, yeah. and going to anywhere get cafe and saying I'll do a promo video for you or go to a real estate agent saying hey let me like shoot a 
promo video of a house or something. My thoughts on that is that it's tricky because I feel like to have content that will lead to filmography becoming a full-time job, you kind of have to have the best equipment straight away. No, no way. Definitely not? Um, so, like, and, I mean, every single professional who gives advice says this, but no one listens to them, including me. But, yeah. like, what you have as equipment is so, so not important compared to, like, what you understand about light and everything else. Like, that's that's the main thing. But, like me... No, no young budding um, <laughs> videographer is ever going to just be like, oh, I'm going to listen to that. <laughs> They're just going to go out and buy the best camera they can. Yeah, okay. yeah. What do you reckon my lighting situation? Have I done okay? I think it's great. Okay, yeah, thank you. Good. Last two questions. Who locally inspires you? Okay. And who would you like to see on the show next? Oh, crap. And I wasn't you don't know this yet, but somebody has actually already voted you. In, a, in an episode that hasn't been released yet. <laughs> wow. So that's, there you uh, go. I was going to put you on anyway, obviously. But um, Okay. Uh, okay, someone who inspires me. I'd say like people inspire me on different levels, if that makes sense. Like as in um, taking custom cakes, it works pretty hard, I can tell. And like that inspires me. I'm like, damn, I've got to work harder because like she's killing it with her business and stuff. Um and then, like, you definitely inspire me as well, like, on the work front, I reckon. And, like, you're a decent bloke. I know you got my back. Like, I know that, like, you do anything for me. So, yeah, that inspires me and, like, kind of instills that kind of, like, yeah, like, you know, that kind of belief. And So, yeah, you definitely do from a business standpoint and just, like, um, as a human in general. So, yeah, I reckon that's, that'll be my answer. The thing that I like about our relationship is it's not... How do I wear this? We don't have to live in each other's pocket. Like being good friends doesn't mean we hang out every single day, but every time we do hang out, we cut the crab and we tour. Yeah, and, 100%. And we know that we've got each other's back. Like the time that my car broke down, you spent all day with me and I was freaking out. <laughs> like, you don't know how much that meant to me that day. Yeah, sweet. Um, and I will do the same for you. Yeah, 100%. Right? But we don't have to hang out every week. Like I don't think that is it specifically what friendship means which I think a lot of people do mm. like mm. we have to be talking all the time we have to be seeing each other all the time mm. I don't think that that's required to be true friends mm. yeah absolutely I think it's if you call each other out if you can have a fight like I think that's even a better description of what friendship is because like friends you know aren't disposable like as if you can go through crap if you can have disagreements talk about big big things yeah 100% alright who would you like to see on the show next Okay, um, who would I like to see on the show next? Let me think about this one. I'd actually like to see the man who always wanders not, past Subway not, and stuff. What's not, his name, Jason? Not, I'm not getting the homeless guy yet. <laughs> um, so I think there's a few, definitely a few people that I'd like to see on the show eventually, but I think I'd really like to see Anthony Murphy come on the show. He's um, someone who, like, I've seen around a lot, which I'm sure a lot of other people have on social media and stuff. He's a great guy. But I don't feel like I know a lot about his backstory, where he's from. Um, Yeah, just kind of his past. I'd be pretty interested to, um, yeah, just learn a little bit more about him. And I feel like a lot of other people would be too. So, yeah, Anthony, hopefully 
he can get on. All right. I would love to have you on again. Sweet. Thanks for having me on the show. Appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. Bye. Cool. Bye.